Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Charmed. This is season four, episode three, entitled Unlucky Charmed, written by Nikki Renna, directed by Stuart Gillard. I thought this was an okay episode. I gave it an 8.4 out of 10. I didn't dislike it. Um, interesting things going on. Got a little bit of character development. Uh, and it looks like things are going to continue to spiral for Maggie, the empath, who has lost her empathy. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a pretty good episode. It's consistent. I appreciate consistent writing. You know this about me. <laughs> So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. Well, before we do, wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, do me a favor, go down to the review section, drop some stars, leave a review if you have time. You can also find my social media below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Charmed or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we start with a family dinner that does not go so well uh (laughs) watching kayla dance around i thought that was funny she uh does not understand that some people's things in the kitchen you're not supposed to touch because it's going to make people think of macy and i don't know if there were things around that might cause me to emotionally fall apart i might put that shit up just just me uh (laughs) but i also know that's that's usually not how it goes uh she puts her foot in it at first when she brings up what did she bring up first oh yeah she brought up the fact that there was a recipe that she used that had a whole bunch of hearts on it from ruby this upsets mel she leaves the dinner table maggie like it's cool so kayla's like why was you out looking like what did she say a sexy leprechaun or something like that (laughs) she didn't say leprechaun we just had a leprechaun in this episode she she said she was looking like something i was thinking uh like kate beckinsale in any of her underworld movies but sure this uh upsets jordan because he's like one you didn't tell me you was going out you crawled out of bed and went out demon hunting and killing without me and while you didn't explicitly tell a lie you sure as shit didn't tell the truth which causes him to leave and then when she realizes that the bowl that she used was macy's she then leaves and kayla's like what the fuck i just tried to have a nice family dinner get to know you a little bit and apparently i have been (laughs) tossed into (laughs) all of the problems i just don't know what went wrong they are doing a good job of making the distinction between macy and kayla (laughs) which i continue to appreciate like she's very extroverted very confident about who she is as a person likes to to be social (laughs) you know she's not at all insecure and i like that about her she's like i know who i am and i'm not going to apologize for that person but she also realizes that she is in an unknown situation and everyone is hiding what they truly feel which causes her to make these unexpected uh 
faux pas when it comes to her interactions with everyone and everyone really didn't put their shit aside so that they can welcome her into the family but that's also understandable (laughs) which starts everyone off on their own individual slight journeys this episode we have maggie and jordan i love that he has continued to take this leadership position with the charmed community with the magical community he's using his resources he's going online i'm so glad we don't have to see that much of safe space and whatever the fuck is going on there that is a a, a plus (laughs) for the new season i I really wanted to be invested in all the shit that was going on in safe space but i wasn't and i feel like axing it and focusing more on the the cast is a smart move but seeing jordan be more of a proactive and not a reactive character is also another smart move especially as we see rupert or not rupert (laughs) that's the actor's name harry going in a different direction which is allowed because he suffered a great loss and now he has to wonder what the rest of his eternity is going to be like without that person in his life especially as he was trying to figure all of that shit out the next morning maggie goes to mel who fell asleep in the attic she has a dream about ruby well it's supposed to be the tally man but it's really about ruby she says she needs to get her her time traveling powers back because she believes that that may be helpful asset maybe a helpful asset in this new fight because she's also charted where the tally man possibly has been striking and it isn't about a particular goal at this point it feels as if he's just the joker creating chaos for chaos sake Uh, maggie wants her to open up about what happened to ruby because she never told her about what happened and she doesn't want to talk about it so then she goes to jordan hands him a coffee he's like thanks but he also is still upset over her actions and knows that all she's doing is listening to him but not actually taking in anything that he has to say and it's he's trying to be patient with her but it's starting to piss him off not even piss him off he isn't appreciative of this other person that she's becoming and he he needs to help he's trying to help her but he's not getting through to her so he's kind of at a loss of what to do because she won't confront her own grief and once again like i said last episode baby it's because she's an empath that she doesn't want to let all that in but not uh focusing on her emotions is clearly just causing her to be angry and violent and it's starting to eclipse her actual judgment and that's where he is hugely concerned especially as you are to a charmed one they get a call from the leprechaun who says it's urgent they go over to his house and they find that he has been put in a device that uh is going to fill up that i mean what is this dude the new uh (laughs) the new uh saw like do you want to play a game
my question is did you call jordan before or after this bomb was set up because it only had 15 minutes on it <laughs> did he set it for the exact time it's gonna take the charm ones to show up that's funny uh he said i was checking the dishwasher and somebody knocked me over the head and then put me in this box and put a timer on it jordan's like i got it i got it uh she went and found he's like i said get a thing he's like that's all i got he ain't got much shit up in this house he is able to kind of defuse this bomb and i realized that last episode that he couldn't defuse the bomb because he was stuck on the tripwire yeah i think i was making a comment why it had to be kayla but then i completely forgot about that and i confronted my own self on the misinformation no one had to point it out to me <laughs> i feel proud of that sometimes i'm like oh i'm so so astute to my own behavior unfortunately jordan is not able to successfully defuse this bomb <laughs> and the timer speeds up goes off and at the end there's nothing but confetti and it was all a joke it would seem the leprechaun's like crying like what the fuck <laughs> who would fuck with someone like that apparently the tally man i like this idea because it's a magical uh serial killer the way in which they're doing it on on the flash where some people could just be really fucked up and also just have powers they ain't got to be on some i'm trying to take over the world or have a statement to say some people are just fucking crazy and like messing with people and this is what this tally man is and i like that it's kind of you know we've had some fantastical threats to have one that's a little bit more grounded plus it's deceptive as well because afterwards uh they give this man whiskey and he's like he always brings the good whiskey and i was thinking that too i'm like when was jordan visiting you anytime ever except for that one time and that technically was harry and that's when they realized that no we didn't bring that whiskey the tally man must have left it here which should have been your first indication i would never have picked up the bottle after i realized someone who tried to kill me left me a bottle of liquor i would have been vomiting that shit up quickly but no he goes and reaches for more liquor even after she incepted you with calm <laughs> you would think that would stick for a little while and they realized that they also that the tally man also left this egg and this note with a riddle on it and she's like what is he the riddler now oh what a day what a lovely day and it does feel as if it is that combination of the riddler the joker <laughs> and saw i can't remember the guy the saw's person's name um but eventually they hear some ticking they don't know where the sound is coming from until lucky charms realizes that it's coming from inside of him and there is nothing they could do to disarm that motherfucker and they watch him explode into a whole bunch of four leaf clovers thought you were hot guess what you're not you are dead, dead, dead. they get back home call kayla who says she's on her way 
and maggie who for some reason they didn't think to check up in the attic and see if she was there for real <coughs> bullshit y'all live in the same damn house but can't hear nobody at least maggie had headphones on which explained why she didn't hear her phone but i don't understand why she didn't pick up her phone you didn't think maybe she's somewhere in the house what the fuck was y'all doing fucking when kayla showed up because she screamed out several times hello hello and nobody answered and y'all upstairs in her bedroom like what were you doing they got all that gunk on them and decided to take a double shower <laughs> speaking of kayla she is taking lessons from harry at the at the what 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 do you call this again at the uh command center there we go she's not listening though but she is listening she's just got that one ear and one like when people talk i am kind of the same the same way like i start to doodle because i'm hearing what you're saying and i understood her in this moment i was both with her and not with her because yes every time i be in training i'm like as soon as i get on the floor i'm gonna understand this way more because i am someone who learns better when i'm doing it totally get that but i also know that i had to go through that six weeks of training because it's necessary so while i understand what she was saying like yeah i, I learned to fix a car or repair an engine by taking it apart and yeah i made mistakes but that's how i learn that's fair but this also comes before that and you need to know that past history and i think that goes into her being like i don't want to know anything about my parents she chooses to not allow what has come before to influence her life up until now but that's no longer going to be a possibility but the fact that she's no longer or she isn't interested in finding her finding her birth parents is uh is interesting she doesn't feel her life is lacking because she doesn't know who her birth parents are she loves her parents those are the people that raised her and that's who she considers to be her parents and that's how some people do feel i mean <laughs> why do i need to i don't feel anything missing from my life by not knowing my birth parents and i've had a good life not knowing my birth parents so it's not again once you're you're changing the motives from the last charmed one or even the other two charmed ones uh to this particular charmed one harry chose not to come to the family dinner because he prefers to keep his personal life and work life separate now <laughs> ever since macy has died and he takes his room his uh meals where did he say because i could have sworn he lived in the attic and uh when he hears about the bowl of macy's he decides that break is over and they're going to do some fencing which i must say rupert doing fencing i was very distracted by the fact that this was supposed to be very aggressive because all i was seeing was a skill set that made my panties gooey doing well, dog. i was a little shocked when he actually stabbed her because she was like look i'm not 
the person that you trained before you're trying to train me like her i also like that kayla speaks her mind like i'm not about this tiptoeing around your feelings thing like you can i mean what you what, I, I didn't know about the damn bowl okay y'all should put that shit up in in, in case of an amber or some shit <laughs> you're trying to preserve <laughs> this person's memory oh, that was rude but it also was funny uh and he ends up stabbing her and i didn't know that they were doing this in a simulation which was even better but i was still thinking i was like damn that's fucked up but also he could just white lighter here her <laughs> but the fact that he was in a simulation made it a little less like fuck harry you, just, you can't just be stabbing folks just because you can heal them <laughs> it's a little excessive but I also like that she can take this uh, this type of conflict and not turn into a weeping flower. She's like, fuck you, dude. I'm out. <laughs> and she goes to the, the Vera household and immediately gets attacked by a Lamia. Lamia is a very popular name for shit nowadays. Lamia. <laughs> <laughs> we have lamia and raised by wolves now we have an actual lamia that has swallowed kayla whole but we'll regurgitate her later in a sec <laughs> which they find out when uh she is taken because they're like where's kayla i did laugh my ass off with mel mel was upstairs she was started drinking we got to the crux of why her and ruby broke up basically very shortly after she lost her baby and macy died she proposed to ruby she has all these flashes of remembering their good times together but uh apparently ruby said no she told her absolutely and utterly no i will not marry you and then she gets very much fucked up because why not i got the day off and i'm in my feelings i laugh when she stumbled down the steps like i was you know why do you got that on um are you drunk maggie said a little bit later because she kept trying to run after them <laughs> and i love that it was jordan who figured it out like i'm gonna go through these books and oh this is alamia this is what it does that's where uh kayla is at let's go find her and you have bell over there trying to make a make a potion to sober her ass up and then she still can't keep up like wait for me <laughs> Maggie said this is why we don't uh drink during the day people check in back in with Harry he goes to see well he actually leaves after that blow up with Kayla and two goons approach him he's like what is this the mob Roxy wants to speak with you <laughs> and so he goes to see Roxy who is a circadian she is able to spend one year up top but then she has to spend seven years down below which is a shitty deal but it is for all of eternity and she realizes that her and 
harry have a lot in common she likes what he is uh what he's putting down she knows a lot about the charm one she asks how training's going she knows about macy she's like look i can help you i can give you this uh malleable maven which will basically make whoever that's gonna come into play right putty in someone's hands or you can take these magic mushrooms and go on a trip and live a little what's interesting is she says this is you're gonna find out who you are not what the elders did not what the what you were with macy this is a whole nother a whole what your potential other than being just a white lighter because that's what you were made into but you have potential all on your own what does that mean i'm curious to see but he declines at this point and says no i'm going to just take this malleable maven and you don't know who i am later on though we, we he takes her up on her offer but uh for right now they find uh, kayla up in a tree in a sack <laughs> she's alive she's breathing i don't know why she needed to be white lightered but sure uh they hear the lamia nearby and maggie is ready to kill somebody she dislikes murdering folks and jordan tries to stop her please please do not attack this person kayla is fine there's no reason to get a revenge killing in she's like fuck that maggie is sent after her to try to talk to her a bit she ends up not maggie mel mel ends up coming clean about what happened between her and ruby but maggie unfortunately doesn't come clean about her personal feelings before they find the lamia's hideaway she's eating an animal <laughs> just doing her thing a lamia is a half snake and a half human by the way uh, they go in to murder her but kayla tells jordan once she is awake that the lamia attacked her because she picked up the egg that was left behind and jordan realizes that she was just trying to protect her baby someone stole her baby egg and blamed it on the charm ones and then she got her egg back and that's this is all about a mother protecting her child and you as an empath maggie should have known this if you would be feeling at all and thus he stops maggie just in time from killing this woman she's like is that true yeah if you would have asked me some questions before attacking me <laughs> maybe <laughs> we would have understood more of what is going on and just as maggie is feeling bad about that uh some ticking is heard and we realize immediately that this woman is going to explode because there's nothing they could do about that ticking inside of you girl and she gives maggie the child and says protect her and go and it would have been nice to see them put the the child back in its nest but that's fine <laughs> and the woman explodes and it's really sad because this was set up for the charm ones to kill her and make them look like idiots because they're being all irrational with the emotions right now and the tally man who is actually a man 
knows so much because he be watching with his spiders so now we have to figure out if there's any spiders around the charm crib but i don't think there needs to be because it feels like everybody know their business right now kayla absolutely and utterly uses the word dude <laughs> too many times i'm just putting that out there <laughs> it's it's fine i just noticed it uh what else maggie and jordan have another a little bit of tiff because they still love each other but he's just more like look used to the person i fell in love with led with empathy and i'm watching you become a different person so if you want to to work this out and you want to have a relationship you're gonna need to address yourself otherwise you know i'm just letting you know this is not this is not uh bringing us closer together it is because she just wants to brush it off let's take this wine upstairs and uh just crawl in the bed together like yeah crawl in the bed have a little sex put me to sleep then your ass go out and start demon hunting with your bat girl outfit on that's not okay they also or he is also trying to figure out this last line from the tally man which is something about being seen she ain't too worried about that that's for another day today was a day where i almost killed someone that shouldn't have died and now uh a child's gonna grow up without their mother <laughs> but sure let's just go uh crawl in the bed and have some wine but he takes off his tracking bracelet and he's like look i'm not i'm not down with this shit anymore i'm putting my foot down i'm not enabling you anymore i'm trying to meet you halfway but you you're you're going off the chain you're going you're going off path and you're becoming the bad guy or at least you are showing signs that you could become a bad guy we see later on she's walking down the street and she's harassed by this one dude he's just like let me let me let me be your boyfriend they're drunk they're stupid men do this and when you reject them they always call you a bitch so on one hand i was so with her for punching him but the 90 punches that came afterwards uh i think is what we call assault daddy chill that shit gonna be all over the webs tomorrow and i'll be real surprised if she don't find herself being <laughs> charged but of course she won't <laughs> like i know you're dealing with the death of your sister and it was your blood blood sister i'm totally i totally get that but yeah this was a little much she was trying to call her therapist but uh she decided to have her own little bit of therapy what else in this episode oh we had the kayla and the uh <laughs> kayla and harry talk where he's like you know what you should be who you are and uh i should be who i am whoever that is and he goes up and gets some of the magic mushrooms because roxy tells him look we're both the same as we are lonely you know we're the last of our kinds and we both have lost people that we've loved and now have to spend an eternity without so why not go on the wilder side of things i don't know about Tr roxy but she's like uh he's he did ask can i trust you <laughs> no oh but uh he did feel as if something i mean he 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 white lightered out there he was feeling whatever those magic mushrooms were giving him i am so high 
I'm glad Harry's getting out there living his life. He's a grown-ass man. And it's nice to have him have an arc that is a little separate from the sisters. And there is one little scene that I thought was funny or charming or indeed I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but there's this singer. I like the whole setup here where he's enchanting his female audience while there's this mini band that's playing and then he's uh kayla sees him coming out the bathroom just having you know put his dick into women to elves as it were and he's like what you looking at she's like not much i laugh long and hard long and hard <laughs> i think i've covered all bases on this episode like i said just another uh run of the mill uh doesn't need to be overly exciting and it moved the plot point a little bit as well as opening up some things in the relationship oh i almost forgot about the ruby and mel scene uh nothing against ruby or mel y'all know i wasn't the biggest fan of the relationship but it was nice for those that were to get some type of uh closure on that she invites her over she's like look why did you say no to me and she said because being with you was lonely and you were always off saving the world and our relationship was more about you than it was about me and i actually don't think you knew me that well at all oh that's awkward i mean kind of that's actually very true <laughs> it was a one-sided relationship it was it was nice it was secure it was it could have went i don't think it ever would have went somewhere because of how it all it started off with i'm not cool using magic like that was a nail in the coffin and that's kind of how they should have left it instead instead of trying to make it something it wasn't particularly with everything going on at the time so it was nice to get the closure for for mel specifically and now we're finally ready to jump into our favorite section, feedback. feedback for charmed season four episode uh three i believe sorry i swear i thought i sent this feedback because i was really trying to watch things and send it that same like right after i watched it so it's fresh in my memory so i'm real salty that i never i was thinking really hard about it too i hope i hopefully i can remember every point i was trying to come across so um this episode was was pretty decent i would say um it did keep me engaged but the things that I had a problem with um, last time are still an issue. The whole Jordan and Maggie thing, I I don't, I just, I, I guess I'm just not okay with them putting them together and then causing unnecessary um, drama. Like, if this was an issue, it seems like it would have been an issue before, so why did they get together? I'm not going to rehash my previous gripes and drag it on but their squabble was irritating um I guess it's good that Jordan is finally like 
saying something about it, even if it was kind of passive aggressive, which doesn't seem to follow his character. It seems like he should have said something before, but I guess maybe they're trying to say that he was trying to give her time to grieve. Grieve. I don't know. I, I just it just doesn't seem like the way their relationship was. But people do tend to be a little bit different when they're in a relationship with someone as opposed to when they're just friends. So maybe they're trying that I have something to do with it. I'm not sure. But um, I do like where the the storyline of um, Harry's going. I think it's kind of cool that he's not going to train um, Kayla. But I always thought it should have been Jordan anyway since harry was like harry can do like the book work but the physical training it seems like jordan should do that because look what him and maggie have done together i like to to say that he has something to do with her training because i remember him he was didn't he train uh macy too um they became really good fighters and they learned how to like hone their skills with him so it seems like the fiscal part should be Jordan and then the book thing where is the what's the other lady the of uh, the last she's a real white lighter the older lady I forget her name but every time she comes she has the wealth of information she could do it too they don't necessarily need Harry especially since he's not in a position to really be helpful because he's still mourning Macy and who knows how long that's gonna be I think it's kind of cool that that uh club owner is a Sarkadian I feel like I've heard of them before, but uh, I know it's like a myth, mythical thing. But just like the um, cicadas, they hatch every seven years. Um, and when they do hatch, I don't know if you ever experienced it. In DeKalb, where I live in Illinois, every seven years, it's a fuckery. They're everywhere. I mean, everywhere. You go out and they're all over your car. Like, when they hatch, <laughs> they fucking hatch. Um if you've never experienced it consider yourself lucky because when they are around if you're in an area where they do hatch you will know <laughs> everywhere it's a hot mess like it is trash <laughs> i don't know i don't even remember the last time i they were out but um i, I feel like the seven year mark is coming up soon so um yeah <laughs> it's it's trash um so I think that's kind of cool that Harry has um, someone that understands what he's going through. You know, she's even said, I know what it's like to fall in love and then have to live the rest of eternity without them. Like, that's super depressing and sad when you think about it like that. And I knew what Harry was going through. Like, I guess fundamentally, I understood how he must be sad. Um, because I mean, I, it, it made us think the way they, the relationship unfolded made us think that even though Harry did have a life before he became a white lighter, he really doesn't remember it. And that's, I think that's how the white lighters wanted it to be, or the, I'm sorry, the elders. Um, so he doesn't remember that life, even if he was in love and he had a kid, he doesn't quite remember it. So being able to understand fully and emotionally what he must be going through after, um you know losing Macy because the because Maggie and Mel can at least have this in their mind that they will see Macy again when they die because they're human even though they're witches they're not going to live forever 
so eventually their time on earth will come to an end so they always have that to look for like this is just this isn't you know goodbye forever just we'll see you later but for for harry he's he doesn't he won't die like that and who's to say if he does come to his demise where he would go like nobody knows like he might honestly never see macy again and i and thinking about it like that is actually pretty depressing and sad and it makes me understand why he feels the way he do why he want to drink at 10 o'clock in the morning even when jordan won't let him <laughs> um so that I, I like that and i like that we're getting a side story with him and you know he did choose that mushroom and, and he disappeared um and it's gonna be exciting to see where that story leads um because i think i feel like he was never invested in the tally man type thing it was always jordan he was the one that cared more even after they realized the tally man was real even then harry seemed like lukewarm on the whole idea like he honestly didn't give a crap so yeah so this will be something that the sisters and jordan have to to work on um i also <laughs> i liked the whole lamia thing funny story before like i was really into greek mythology um but i i cared more about the greek like gods and goddesses so like the real like the stories with all the other creatures unless it had to do with like you know the really popular demigods i really didn't uh care too much about it but i remember i had it was it was back a long time ago i'm clearly showing my age when you know apps <laughs> not a lot of them were free but i had won this something i don't remember what it was but it was a free app for word of the day i don't remember how i won it but it was normally four dollars and i only paid for or i never paid for any apps i only got a free only did free stuff anyway word of the day one of them like it just randomly came up lamia l-a-m-i-a and i was like what what lamia what does that mean and then i discovered that day this was probably uh, i was still doing re prerequisites for nursing school so was, and derek was i think derek's maybe one or two so this had to be like 2012 maybe um it might it might have even been before he was born so it was anywhere between 2000 10 and 2012 i don't remember but i was like what the heck is Lamia? and then i discovered that it's a half woman half serpent and i was like what so then i fell into a whole rabbit hole and i was like this some bullshit i had no idea i've late later like i, I knew that la, la mia meant like in spanish like girl's possession like la mia means it's mine like a girl would say la mia like when they're talking about something because it's mine um, and then I like later found out that Lamia is a very small, tiny little village in Greece. I learned that from one of the doctors because he asked me what my name is, has me, asked me how to spell it. And he said his dad is from Lamia, a tiny little village in Greece, very, very small. His dad is from Lamia. And he was like, did you, are you Greek? I'm like, no, I can promise you I'm not. Even when I did my history with my 20, 23 and me, nope no greece i'm 17 percent european though and that was a shocker but not greek so <laughs> i guess my mom my mom told me she just made it up she don't even know where it came from but la mia that's why when i heard uh from uh raised by wolves la mia and then she made that shrieking sound it was kind of funny all of it and then you know <laughs> she's not really a woman she's a robot 
an android so all of that made me laugh but then they brought it up she wasn't what i expected because all of the serpents that i see or the lamias that i've seen had like snake bodies like i would say from like their sternum all the way down to like their like they didn't have any legs but like their breast and up was female they even had arms so i i like the way they made this look so it didn't <laughs> it didn't look resemble a woman anyway at all so i felt better about myself <laughs> um but the whole thing with the leprechaun and then the lamia have jordan and maggie there when they start you know ticking and then they explode that shit was fucking that's terrifying and then it's like like a serial killer going around killing killing magical creatures so this is actually gonna be like a mystery throughout the um season and i'm here for it i love that kind of aspect and it it goes like kind of like towards the, the first season and that's one of the reasons i like the show um i like when there's a mystery and then i like when the audience doesn't know like nobody knows and we're all uncovering it at the same time we found out that the spider is what they're using to see the tally man I don't know exactly what the end game is, but I'm assuming the tally man is some type of magical creature. I don't know why, but the I'm assuming he was a siren because and you know, they say sirens are women, but that's like mythological thing. I've always said like who's to say a siren can't be a dude? But I think the singer that was like enchanting the women, um, and he took them into the bathroom and then Kayla was like like what are you looking at not much because she she clearly don't see nothing and he must not be able to get women with his regular personality so he uses his singing so i think he has something to do with the tally man i don't know why but i just felt like they put him there for a reason um i don't know if i'm just if maybe he's just the next victim of the tally man but i feel like we're gonna see him again so we'll see how that goes um i do like um the dynamics between um Kayla and Jordan I really hope that they do get to do interact before because I do feel like him being a person that was non-magical for most of his life and now just got into this they'll have more in common so I do want to see their friendship uh, for and then uh Maggie for someone who has the ability to, to put calm on other people, she sure went off the hinges when a dude called her a bitch. <laughs> she was like, what'd you call me? And I thought she was just going to lay him out with that one hitter quitter, but she started beating his ass. Like, and you know somebody caught it on video. There was too many people in that restaurant. People seen her get, beat his ass, and it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how that goes. <laughs> um, I am late with this. I know you want to get this out, so I'm going to go ahead and send it. Um, I think that's all I have. I did like this episode. It wasn't my all-time favorite but I do like the mysteries that it unfurled because of it so I'm looking forward to uh Friday's episode so um I'm gonna need you to send me a calendar please uh tag me in the next one because I saved the last one but I think things have changed since then and I don't know when you're recording for for charms I know you said you're just gonna like play it by ear but um if I can see when other things are uh for this month because April is almost here so if I can see what things, other things are recording, um, maybe I can try and do it around the same time because I'm working a lot of weekends and then Derek's birthday is in two weeks. So I'm going to be in Wisconsin. So I'm not going to be able to watch anything for that. So anyway, um, I will end here till next time. Love, peace, hair grease and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Um, so I agree with you with the Harry situation. I think it is a really good idea. He has not been interested in the tally man whatsoever. 
but i think it's uh, about time harry gets his own self-discovery he does have a whole different life or lifetimes that he doesn't know much about so i'm glad they haven't left him hanging on that uh all i know is about the circadian rhythm so i'm very blessed not to uh <laughs> have to go through whatever the fuck you're describing because it sounds gross and something i don't want to ever happen to me you know i think it would make a lot of sense if jordan was the trainer but i have a feeling because he's so new <laughs> what the hell he's trying to figure out that uh it's not going to be jordan but i would love it to be celeste oh my god you know i love celeste bring her ass back yes i don't think it's gonna be jordan just because he says the universe has a way of bringing someone to to train you <laughs> and i'm glad that he's not training her though i think that that it doesn't need to play out like the same type of way he, he's got things he's doing and he's still grieving and i think that we should all be able to watch him go through that process and they stay stay on it for a while so i'm glad that they're doing that jordan and maggie i mean i i understand your frustrations but i also see this as pretty much a relationship type of thing you know you're not always going to be friends you're not always going to be I don't know i don't i don't read it as out of character for any of them um for both of them for the most part uh yeah grief can make you crazy or change your dynamic uh can change the dynamic in a relationship it was already a newly formed relationship they did go from friends to to lovers and that can be a transi transitional period as you pointed out so yeah i mean i think that all this time and plus that conversation he had with harry last time like he was at the end of his rope and i think he has been saying what his concerns are but he's been trying to tiptoe around the issue now he's like no you got to deal with your shit because i'm no longer about to pretend like you're not a problem or that what you're doing is not problematic so yeah i mean i, I once again i think that a fracture and then everyone else figuring out who they are and then coming back together to a newly formed family i think is is uh i think pretty good uh to reestablish from where we were to where we're going in the future so yeah i liked all of that <laughs> also love your your greek uh history lesson there appreciate it good to know you out there in that universe uh, learning things learning stuff and things and last and certainly not least we do have feedback from trevor let's hear what he has to say about this episode hey christina this is trevor um i just wanted to say first off thank you for your kind words last week it means a lot to me so thank you again um and to jump into the review of charm season four episode three i i really enjoyed this episode a lot um i'm glad that we're starting to see more of the villain the tally man and just kind of how he is you know really trying to put magical creatures against each other um and even like how he is just able to to basically destroy magical creatures from within which I thought was very unique and interesting. And I think we're going to get more of that um, hopefully next week. Um, going into like just each of the, the characters, 
I starting with Jordan. I I think Jordan is again a stand-up guy. I like him a lot. Um, I love how he's very concerned, not only for for Maggie, but just with the entire family and trying to do what's best for them. But I also love how Jordan, you know, actually stood up to Maggie and was like, listen, I don't like where this is going. This is too toxic for me. So you can either try to figure it out and then we can come back together to like fix this or I just walk away and, you know, I'll help you from a magical stance, but from a romantic sense, no. So I, I appreciate Jordan for standing up to Maggie. Um, and I and I just I think that his character is probably one of the best characters they've ever written on the show. And I really hope we continue to get this from him because also like I want Jordan to grow. I want Jordan to like I don't want Jordan's relationship to just be defined by Maggie. I also want to see him do other stuff and I don't want him to be held back by, you know, the Maggie that we have now. Um, in terms of Harry, uh, can I just start with the fight scene between him and Michaela? If it wasn't for like when they were fighting with the swords and Harry stabbed her, all I could think was, is that Jimmy? Did Jimmy come back? Like, are we having a Jimmy moment here? Because that knocked me out. And then in my head, I was like, oh, but he's a white lighter. He can heal her. And then we get to the 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 training ball or whatever the the training orb that they have from season one. I was like, okay, okay, this is this makes more sense. Like, whew, thank goodness Harry didn't go Jimmy mode on her and just like you know stabbed her or like striked her because of Macy. But still, he he kind of did. Um, I I kind of thought like it was interesting that that Harry met this new magical creature who apparently is also immortal like like harry and um the one thing i will say is i do not and i repeat i do not want anything romantically to come out of this with that character and if the writers are setting something up i'm gonna be very annoyed because i don't want it macy has not been gone long enough and i think we still need time to grieve and i think harry still needs some to grieve i'm not saying i don't want him to find love i want harry to find love but not this soon like he needs he needs some time to wait um and i also am curious now that he is going on this like journey like what is his journey going to be is he going to be a white lighter still or is he going to be something more than just a white lighter so I, I am very curious to see what this is and and how his character evolves and you know something side note on the actor now that he's in bridgerton i wonder if this is harry's way of being written out of the show because if bridgerton if he gets more roles and opportunities from his 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 moment in bridgerton i wouldn't be surprised if he decides to leave too and they just kind of make jordan his primary makes jordan the charm one's primary white later or whatever jordan is um going to mel um, I kind of like I felt like this episode Mel had a little bit of a small redemption just because um, throughout the episode she's starting to get her time powers back and you know she's like having visions of which is like or she's going basically back in time to kind of conversations she's relived with Ruby and you know she got drunk which I thought it was funny when Maggie was like, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we don't day drink because Mel was a mess. Um, but 
I also appreciated how Mel, um, like I, I appreciated just the 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 backstory that we got around why her and Ruby broke up, and how towards the end when Ruby came over and we learned that you know that uh, Mel was going to propose to Ruby. After one, she had just given up her future baby, and two, Macy had just died. And then Ruby was like, I feel like you don't know me. I feel like you put your your charm destiny above the relationship. I I felt like that was a great wake-up call for Mel because I think what I've noticed with her character throughout all the seasons, I feel like there's been small growth here and there, but I feel like ultimately her charm destiny has always been like the top priority. I feel like that's always been the number one thing for for mel and like she's had moments of breaks where she might have like focused a little bit on love and stuff but regardless her charm destiny was like always at the forefront and i feel like with what ruby told her i'm hoping that this is an opportunity for mel to kind of take a step back and you know actually know that her charm destiny shouldn't consume her life and that there's other things that's more important so Hopefully, hopefully, you know, we start to see some growth and a new direction for Mel. Like not saying to deprioritize being witches and, and saving the world, but just knowing that there's more than life than just being a charmed one. Um, also, can I just say, is this confirmation that the actress is not no longer coming back and that Mel and Ruby are officially done? Because if so, yay to that. Um, and also could this be a way to bring abigail back in for like a future season where her and abigail possibly do end up together just throwing that out there throwing that out there um going into maggie maggie man listen listen you really really need like therapy like i'm just gonna jump to the the final few scenes where one maggie rushed in about to kill that lizard mother um and then two at the very end she's walking at night by herself and i'm like oh maggie don't do that and then two like she's on the phone calling her therapist it's an emergency and that i really appreciate and i thought was really good but then three like the guy who came up to her and she just started knocking him out all i can think was like oh my god maggie maggie stop that's a lawsuit on your hands. Like, oh, you better call Jordan, make up with him and be like, hey, can you help me? I'm about to get sued. Thank you. Oh, my God. Like, like, I feel like Maggie has a long way to go with her grieving of Macy. Like, it's it's interesting how, like, I feel like Maggie is taking it the hardest out of the sisters. And it's like really affecting her because with the bowl at the beginning of the episode and how that just reminded her of Macy. Um, and I think even you start to see like Maggie's Maggie is, I think, questioning their destiny sometimes, even though she's still like active in the demon hunting. Um, but but regardless, I think it's just very interesting how like like Maggie is expressing her 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 pain through just fighting and now she's taking it out on like non-magical creatures um and then kind of wrapping up with Michaela, uh i really i really like her i think her character is like really good every week and i enjoy it and 
I, I like her honesty. She's like, if I'm a, if I'm supposed to be a part of this family, people need to start opening up and talking to me, and they don't, and that's like very frustrating. Um, I think Michaela is like a fresh, you know, fresh character to the show, and I, I enjoyed her and Harry a lot, um, especially at the moment where like they were at the bar, and Harry is like, yeah, because you're adopted, and she was like trying to clown him like oh my god i'm adopted i didn't know my parents lied to me and then she ends up just joking with him i thought that was very funny and a good payback given that harry had stabbed her um with this new with this new character that was singing at the bar uh i wonder if that's going to be like a, a new love interest for michaela slash mentor or or whatever but one thing i will say is somebody needs to train this girl like her sisters need to like get out of their own head sometimes and like train her in magic um and also i thought it was really rude that harry was like listen i'm gonna stop your training like you could still discover yourself and do some training like she's new jordan can't help her maggie and mel they need to help her um like i i just wish that you know the other characters would do better in training this new person because they basically found her they were like hey move in with us come on and now they're like you better learn fast because you know we're not teaching you anything and that kind of annoyed me with everybody because i'm like come on get like she's new to this she doesn't even know how to fully control her powers yet you guys need to do better at like helping her to to catch up and all that stuff um hopefully this made sense i and I'm still in bed doing this recording, and I have to get up for work now. Ugh. Have a good week, and I can't wait to hear your review. Bye. First and foremost, I would love to be in bed right now. I'm trying with all my power not to take off this afternoon because it's so easy. <laughs> You're like, what? What? Who cares? If I have all this PTO, let's just blow through it. I got my two trips on the board. <laughs> let's give it a run for its money and then that one day i'm gonna be really sick no nah, i got fmla though shit fuck that <laughs> if anything i'll be hurting my paychecks i need to hold on to my my pto but shoot i'll be one day go out two hours early every fucking day i'll be like oh i can't stand this shit because <laughs> it's a whole lot of handling that's 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 not what we're here to talk about my jealousy uh we are here to discuss <laughs> your thoughts on the episode i agree jordan is the absolute best uh i think he is one of the best written characters harry has some has some good uh consistency as well as a character but i think that he he definitely has room he was very stuck to macy and i love the shit i love the the hasty shit while we had it but it did kind of default everything that he had to do or deal with. It was related directly to Macy. So it's nice to see him get his own chance to really showcase. Because Rupert Evans is a really good actor. Uh, I've seen him in some other stuff. I didn't know he was in Bridgerton. Girl i almost said girl boy i ain't watched bridgerton since like the fifth episode of season one i actually i think i did finish end up finishing it and about halfway through i was like yeah i like reading romance novels i do not like watching one 
just my own two cents. <laughs> and I read all of those books by that woman. So I know the whole Bridgerton series for when I actually read them. And I thought I would be love that shit coming to life. I was like, eh. <laughs> but I'm not hating on it. And he could be halfway out the door, but shit, that dude want a paycheck, a steady paycheck. Uh-uh, you can't pass that by nowadays. Nowadays, who he playing in Bridgerton? Was he the dad? Actually, I think I did see him. Wasn't he the daddy or somebody? No, I thought that was another British actor I knew. Yeah, from Death in Paradise. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. Tell me. Let me know next episode. <laughs> I think we are getting a little bit more of Jimmy back with a soul. You know, and I'm here for it. He didn't apologize for stabbing her. So, yeah, I forgot about that joke she played. <laughs> as soon as she started actually going, I knew she was faking. <laughs> but yeah, he straight didn't say, my, ba my bad, that I, I wanted to actually physically assault you. <laughs> Just because you told me I need to get over Macy. Or you need, well, she did apologize too. Like, uh, I can't tell people how to grieve. You grieve however you feel the need to grieve uh i was cracking up when you said maggie needs jordan <laughs> for his lawyer skills <laughs> right i would meet me and them that shit is gonna be all over the internet you're gonna have to explain your anger issues and yeah you're gonna be real lucky if you don't get some some suit papers it's nice as, it would be nice to see jordan with his skills but i have a feeling they're gonna forget all about he having them lawyer skills but i could be i could be pleasantly surprised and I am with you. I hope this was a conclusion with the Ruby saga. And I feel like it was. And I'm happy. I don't know if Abigail is coming back. You know I love me Abigail and Mel. But I don't know if we're alone in that. I feel like we're alone in that. <laughs> don't know if the actress is coming back. So I'm glad that she is at least able to understand that maybe i have been putting my magical life first as you pointed out versus my personal life and i the next relationship i do get in i will be more cognizant of that and lastly ew 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 that sleaze bag better not be a love interest <laughs> or a trainer for Michaela. Keep that man far away. But I do think, like Mimi said, and I agree with you, he's gonna have I feel like they introduced him for a purpose. Uh and what else did you you said? And I was like, ew. Oh, about Harry and that Roxy chick? Absolutely not. I think because they are both still mourning uh they are over their loves nor i don't hopefully i don't think so i didn't feel any chemistry between them that said "Ooh, this is where we're going or this is something to look out for if anything they're still pushing that shit over there with kayla but in the most respectful way which i i like so yeah i don't want rupert to leave i still love him around <laughs> these are my personal things and feelings <laughs> And that will conclude our feedback this week. If you want to join in our next episode, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.